This hour sponsored by Ruptly, the video news agency. is NAB Show Live. All right, Tess, we're getting the thumbs up here. Wow, look at the sky cam. That is cool. All right, here we are. You are watching the NAB Show Live, brought to you by Broadcast Beat. I'm Paul Richards. And I'm Tess Protesta. We're so excited to have you guys join us today. Today we're going to be talking about 21st century broadcast clubs. And I'm so excited because in education, Students are excited about learning about live streaming and video production, and it's incredible what's happening, not just in high schools, but middle schools, elementary schools. So we've got a panel of guests, experts in the field, Tom Sinclair from Eastern Shore Broadcasting. Yes, and then our very own Matthew Richards, lead engineer for PTZ Optics and Huddlecam HD. And we have Chad Burton from the Palmetto Tigers, who has a very interesting story about how their club, their broadcast club, the Tiger Vision, has started live streaming sports and getting thousands of views on their productions. So we want to start off by telling us a little bit about what's happening in education. And Tom, I'd like to start with you. I know you've been working with actually elementary school students who are incredibly excited to get their hands on live streaming technology. What's it like in elementary school level? It is the coolest thing, one of the coolest things I've ever done. We just built this live streaming studio in an elementary school, K through six, but we're working with sixth graders. And I remember having an argument with some folks last year about whether or not this would work with kids that young, you know, 12 and 13 year olds. Think about what's going on at age 13, you know? <laughs> and they are fabulous. They are fabulous. We've got, how much time do I have to tell you about this stuff? <laughs> tell us about it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, so we built a studio. It's got two really cool PTZ Optics cameras in there. Thank you, Matt. And, and you know, mics and it's green screen. The, the, the school went all out. They painted the walls black. They painted the ceilings black. Wow. I mean, it looks like a for real studio. The kids walked in the very first day and we had the green screen lit and you could just watch the eyeballs just uh -huh. go wide. They were like, we get to work with this and we've got a control room. Unfortunately, it's not all one room. It's two rooms separated by an eight inch concrete block wall. So we had to work around that a little mm, bit. So I can we, we threw all the controls in the other room with, with big TVs and control surfaces. And, and it's just, they're having a ball. They're having a ball. They haven't yet made a production because we're taking them from zero to 100 and trying to do it in, in six weeks. But it's, it's been an absolute ton of fun and a real satisfying experience for me personally. It's so exciting to hear that you know students as young as the elementary level are getting into broadcasting because if you think about it, all these students might be the future of maybe the attendees at the NAB show. So it's, or running the NAB show. Maybe. <laughs> I was on my high school news team, so. <laughs> So I know a lot of students, uh, when they first start looking at this technology, it looks a little daunting, right? Let's be honest, it's kind of complicated. Um, but I wanted to ask this question about Matt. Matt has been working on some joystick controllers, even Xbox controllers, that are making it easier for students to become a camera operator and be part of a role inside the broadcast clubs. Matt, can you tell us a little bit about what you've been working with and how the students have been reacting to the products? Yeah, so... Um one of the focuses, you know, I don't like to dictate, I don't want to dictate how somebody's going to control these cameras. The robotic cameras 
you want to use a joystick controller, if you want to use an Xbox controller, the web interface, you should be able to do what you want and work your magic regardless of the style. Uh, that being said, if you move back to like um, the programming that goes on behind this, you can get kids very excited about the idea of controlling these cameras with code that they wrote themselves. Um, and that's where I start to get really excited about getting them excited about programming around these. Um, you know, it's not just the production itself, but now they can start to make the camera do things that a standard joystick controller never could do because they've learned about the true movements of a pan, tilt, and zoom camera. Um, and to be honest, watching some of the projects that they've come up with, uh, it just you know, lights my heart on fire to watch this. It's incredible. Um, beyond that, you know, I have fun. I think working on joystick design is, is fun. It's a very logical thing. Um, as a result, you, know, you get to work a little more features into a standard joystick that maybe, maybe you don't see in code, but watching what these kids are doing, it's only a matter of time before what they produce in software is equaling what I can do in hardware. So it's so interesting that you mentioned that students are using computer programming languages today. I think it's so incredible how broadcast clubs are starting to work with computer programming clubs and robotics clubs as well. Chad actually has been programming the PTZ Optics cameras, so he's using computer programming with the students. And Chad, I want to know if you could tell us a little bit about Visual Basic and you're using GitHub and this, the students, one of the students actually created a custom computer program. So it's going beyond just broadcast clubs where these students are getting so excited that they're digging into computer programming as well. Yes, uh, Paul, you'd actually uh put out a, a nice little API sheet on, on your website. I imagine you had something to do with that too. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but uh, using the API sheet, uh, some of the kids and uh, some of our classes were able to come up with uh, some basic ideas of what they wanted to do. And I was able to help with uh, quite a bit with Visual Basic. I, I put together a, a real quick demo. It, it covered on all the functions of that API because I wanted to make sure everything was documented for Visual Basic, just easy language to use. Uh, we also had another kid uh, work on uh, uh, the Xbox controller in Python um, using a, it was undocumented at the time, Visca uh, <laughs> protocol, and it's, it's really smooth and, <laughs> and a little bit more robust than the, the, the HTTP uh, CGI API that was just released, but uh, it, it's a lot of fun. We learn new things every day and uh, the, the cameras support it, it's, it's pretty cool. Now is this like a technical school or is this no, being done no. in public education? <laughs> you would think because it would I'm be. Because I'm blown away. I mean, with Palmetto High is uh, very technical. Uh, they have a, a very strong TSA program. Uh, I believe they're nationally ranked even, but that this was completely separate from that and um, it, it worked. I mean, we're working on integrating it uh, in the classroom a bit more. Uh, so far, it's, it's going pretty well. Excellent. <laughs> well, let me ask you just a little bit more, Chad, because I want to ask. So, so Chad's from the Palmetto Tigers. They're, they're one of the largest high schools in the, in the country, actually. And at a, there was a time when there was no live streaming, right? There was no live streaming of the sports games. There was no live streaming of the events. I don't know if there was a morning announcement wow. as well. And well, Chad <laughs> worked with um, Jordan and a few other people on the team I've worked with and talked to and helped put together a program. And I wanted to ask you, 
How, what's happening uh, with the students? I know the families are now getting more involved, able to watch the streams. And I even heard that some of the stu student athletes are getting scholarships and actually giving you a call and thanking you for helping them get into college. Is yeah, that, we, we get a lot, of, a lot of parents who will come by um, after one of the football games or a baseball game and they'll, they'll tell us, you know, thank you, or I, w I was deployed overseas. I couldn't, couldn't watch my kid. Um, but thanks to our, our stream, uh, they were they were enabled to, to do that, and, and they thanked us. And uh, a lot of the colleges are, are picking up these kids that uh, may or may not had the, the talent, but they're able to see a lot more of these kids, and uh, they are going to good schools. It's it's amazing. Uh, it's, it's very satisfying for us. I mean, we're not uh, directly with the school; we're, we're a separate entity. Um, so for us to be able to do that is, is huge. Uh, we're all volunteers. We use students uh, for the cameras and and teach them quite a bit about live streaming. Uh, it started seven years ago. Uh, we were just replacing the legacy AM broadcast and it just kept snowballing into a production trailer and uh, <laughs> a lot of Friday nights, are, it's, it's a lot of fun. I can imagine. I'd love to start talking about a little bit of the equipment that's being used in these uh, schools that are broadcasting. Is it more traditional hardware switchers? Is there an implementation of software happening? I think you each could touch on that. We'll start with you, Tom. Well, you know, if I'm involved, there's going to be software. <laughs> um, I've, I'm a vMix reseller, and, and so of course vMix had to be kind of the core of what we were doing. But we built a, we built a, you know, not a not a terribly fancy PC. We're using Matt's keyboard in there. Uh, we've got some uh, some XKeys products in there that are that are doing uh, controls. But the the real beauty of it, I know we're talking about technology, but but I got to tell you, watching these kids learn and fall into the roles of you know, the director, the technical director. You know, we've got a graphics person, we've got an audio person, uh, we've got a floor director, we've got talent, we've got, you know, all these kids are learning all these roles and you know, they're excelling at something that they don't know anything about in six weeks. We spend a half an hour with them twice a week and they're learning all this stuff and they're just soaking it up. It is, it is just so very cool. Um, but. The, the, the control room has got uh, two 55-inch monitors on the wall, one that's doing a traditional kind of multi-view, and then the second one is dedicated to the two cameras so that the camera operator can see what their shots are. And, and basically, each camera has got two presets. Um, one, of, one of the cameras is dedicated to the talent, so it's got a preset for talent one and a preset for talent two. The second camera has a sitting down shot, and then it has a Pledge of, Alli Pledge of Allegiance shot, oh. which is the stand-up shot. So it's, it's, and the rooms are so small, we couldn't have put manned cameras in there. We had to use PTZ cameras. And so it's a perf perfect solution in that sense. Uh, we've got teleprompters in there, so they're, they're learning how to operate the teleprompter. Good for them. And the I'm talent is operating the teleprompter themselves with a little remote control, uh, so they can slow it up, speed it down, and. Again, it's, it's learning all those roles and, and putting them into place, but it's just, it, they're not working, they're having fun. Mm -hmm. And they're learning by having fun. So Tom, let me ask you about the students and what type of roles that they are fulfilling and what, what skills do you think they're building? I, we had an interview with the Griswold High School students and there was a, there was a girl who came on who said that she was an on-haired talent 
And in the beginning, she was, she was scared, and she actually would stutter. And then she said that throughout the more time on camera and becoming more comfortable, she was able to read the script, make sure she was familiar with the vocabulary, and get over the stuttering issue when on camera. And I feel like that's a confidence issue, or a confidence building mm -hmm. program. What are the students learning skill-wise? Confidence is huge. It can't be underrated. And the, especially the kids that are in the talent roles um, in front of the camera, where, you know, you think about it, this is intended to broadcast maybe five or 10 minutes worth of announcements every morning, and they are gonna be in front of their entire peer group, and what are 12 and 13 year olds like to each other? You know, holy cow, they can be brutal. So these kids are really putting themselves mm -hmm. out there, and, and as a result, you know, the two teachers that work with me, you know, we're working really hard so that the kids put themselves out there well. The hardest thing they've had to learn is how to speak slowly enough. Okay. We've had yeah. to force them to do that. And of course, when they, get, when they get live, at least in our practice sessions, they're speeding up a little bit, but by forcing them to speak more slowly and, and to articulate clearly and enunciate properly, mm -hmm. when they get a little excited, they're speaking at a perfect pace. And to watch the little light bulbs come on to them when they do that. And then, of course, after we do the, the live practice, everybody gathers back in the control room to watch the recording of the live mm -hmm. practice. And <laughs> that's where the real learning comes in. Um, and, and the teachers have been great about, you know, making sure that the kids respect each other and are, are finding at least two positive things to say for every criticism. And so self-esteem is kind of at least surviving in those situations. But the confidence that comes from having the experience, I think will carry them forward beyond this, this very, very experience. It's huge. Yeah. I'd love to touch on this with Matt a little bit. The growth of robotics clubs, robotics interest in students, and maybe even STEM academies, and I just feel like we're seeing a lot of growth in that area beyond just live streaming. What's your take on that? I wish more of this existed when I was in school. Uh. Um, a lot of this, you know, were things I pursued myself. And to see this all blossoming uh, in schools, you know, you used to have to fight just to get equipment that you could play on, um, and let alone fight to find a teacher that would be willing to participate. Yeah. That doesn't seem to really be the case anymore. Um, you get a lot of kids that have their own personal interests, you've got teachers that have interests, and it's a beautiful thing where they're willing to give away their free time to, to start to learn. I mean, to be honest, the first time you make a robotic anything, and, and in this instance, a camera move, I, I mean, your heart just kind of, you're like, oh my God, look at what I just did. I, I, I made that other thing move. It's not my own hand and arm, and I made that thing move. Uh, it's just, it, it's a very exciting moment. And beyond that, you just start, you see the kids' ideas just start to blossom, where it's like, well, if I can do that, could I make it do this other thing? Could I make it do, you know, loop-de-loops? I don't know what they're doing, but, you know, kids come up with some very creative things. Um, so to me, I, I don't know exactly what the trigger moment, what, what caused this, but I am just so thrilled to see that the schools, the students, the parents, they're all supporting, you know, the growth in this area um, because like you were talking about, these kids aren't just doing broadcast anymore, you know, whether it's scripting within vMix, you know, there's a lot of opportunities um, for them to use code along with their broadcast knowledge. Um, and really, they can start to do things that we don't see in software hardware as they start to progress down this, uh, this alley and learn about the cameras and the software and the hardware that they're utilizing. 
Um, I look forward to seeing what they do that I haven't even thought of in a few years. We can learn something from them, maybe. <laughs> There's so much for students to learn when it's hands-on learning. And so many of us, grown-ups, adults, you know, children, uh, we're visual learners, a lot of us. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you, Chad, about you know, be, having a student-run broadcast. How quickly are the students jumping in and saying, I, I feel comfortable doing this? What type of roles are they filling? And have you seen any of them like, really feel more confident and you know, growing into a position that they, they really enjoy? Absolutely. Uh, we, we have a lot of kids that are, they want to join, they want to help, and they're not sure where they'll fit in since they've never had any experience. And you can't expect them to. but. Uh, they, they jump in, they, they get there early, which is huge, because uh, we're, we're portable, we have to set up every time, and uh, once they figure out how the setup works, they, they're a lot quicker to uh, understand how the whole process works in, in general. Uh, so we have kids that will randomly jump in as director and, and call the shots, or we'll put them on graphics, uh, instant replay every now and then. Uh, we, do, we do like to get the kids involved because uh, they, they like to do it and they learn a lot and it'll help them out in the future. Uh, sometimes uh, I'm the kid. <laughs> uh, we, we do, uh, I do like to, to dabble with the, the code and uh, we made, uh, made one of our stream decks work with uh, the PTZ Optics for presets. Nice. So we can uh, just dial it in real quick. Oh, uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> through Python, it was, it was nice. Uh, so yeah, it's kids and me. <laughs> Speaking of that, the role of the educator in this, is this working together or is it maybe more so support in the beginning and then they start to take over a little bit more? Yeah, we, we have the, the video department at the school and uh, we do like to take their kids. <laughs> they, they, they have a little more experience in it. Got um, it. So we, we, we don't shy away, we, we love volunteers. Um, and any kid that's willing to learn, it's, it's, it's way, way better of a quality. <laughs> Tom, I know you're doing some training in a similar way, correct? Are you training a teacher, I believe? Oh, wow. Well, it's, it's really funny. The principal suggested that I, that I teach the teacher so that the teacher could teach the kids. <laughs> and what we found out is that I'm teaching the kids so that the kids can teach the teacher. <laughs> um, that's great. But, that's great. The, the teachers have been really good sports about it. You know, one of them is, has a PhD, the other's got a master's. These are very bright, um, art, articulate, very caring individuals, mm -hmm. and, and they, they recognize what's going on. You know, they, they, they get it that it's going to take them a while to absorb some of the, the tech, technology part, but that their job is there to kind of, kind of facilitate the kids' learning, and so I'm kind of playing that role as the, the technology input but that's only going to last for a period of time. Mm -hmm. And once they, we kind of come to the end of that, then the teachers are going to take over to the technology part. And in some ways, when we get reached the end of the school year, which is you know, only a couple of months away, they're going to bring the fifth graders in and let the sixth graders teach the fifth graders what they've learned and how to pull it off for the, for the next year. Wow. So we really do see this thing kind of perpetuating itself. And after you know, four or five years, these kids are going to go all the way through high school. They're going to demand that the high school put in a studio so that they can they can do things with that. Um, and maybe even getting into sports broadcasting. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love how there's sports broadcasting, there's school announcements, and there's so many roles, whether it's scripting, on-screen talent, there's so much there. I'd like to ask each of you if there's something, whether it's a product or a software or a technology or an IP standard, anything, that's made things easier for schools, whether it's making it more affordable for them or making it easier for the students to click into this technology. Um, maybe, Chad, we can start with you. Is there something that something maybe didn't that exist helps. three or four years ago? Uh, NDI. 
NDI, <laughs> real quick. I knew that was gonna Man, you very, stole it from very, me. Very, <laughs> very happy for NDI. Uh, we, we've gone the route of SDI and we like it. It's, we're not opposed, but uh, NDI definitely made our processes so much quicker for setup. Uh, that's an easy one. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> How about you, Matt? Fine. <laughs> if he, well, if he took yours, you can just explain. I took his. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You know, it was just one of those things I worked on for a little while. Appreciate uh, it. <laughs> but I'm glad to hear that it's actually, oh, you yeah. know, it's one of those things I envision it making people's lives easier. Definitely. I don't know if it's actually making people's lives easier, so it's really nice to hear <laughs> that it, it's doing what, uh, you know, I'd hope that when we put it in the camera and what I think New Tech oh, had hoped yes. that it's simplifying life. Setup times went from three hours to, I think we did a 30 minute setup the other day. I mean, it's, wow. it's wow. huge. Wow, and it's reliable. that is huge. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you Thanks. stole it Thank out you. from under me, but then, you know, <laughs> that's fine. It's crazy, um, the application. I think maybe a new product that we released recently is going to add to this. Um, so we just released a, a product called the wireless cable. Uh, the product is utilizing a very high powered wireless access points dedicated for any TCP equipment. So you throw a camera on it 400 meters away, whether it's through block walls, glass, metal, uh, you can really do a mobile setup. You don't need dedicated inputs and rooms, uh, even not, no network connections. So. Uh, the ability to kind of set up these studios on the fly or move things around, I think it's going to add a whole new layer of flexibility. And when you combine it with something like NDI, now you've got this beautiful almost, I hate to use the words, but plug and play-esque solution. How about you, Tom? What are you thinking? I'm thinking that the technology that we're employing at the school mm -hmm. was for a particular purpose. They wanted to do to give the kids the opportunity to do this five-minute announcement. But what they're going to find is that now that te technology is in there, and now that the rascals know how to operate it, um, they're going to find other uses for it. So the principal is going to be able to repurpose that studio for something that she wants. Professional education, I mean, professional development for teachers, Training. they may take over that studio to make a broadcast to all the other teachers in the rest of the county. I mean, I think it really can become a hub in a lot of ways for communications out of that school. And when the school district approached me about building the studio to the begin with, they did say, you know, we want this to be a prototype. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna use the excuse of getting the announcements in there, but we really want to, to get it into every other aspect. And with, with the software vMix and vMix Call, the principal can join the announcements from her office. We can go live over NDI to any classroom in the school and have a quick pop-in look at what's going on in this classroom. I mean, it just, it's mind-boggling, and it's gonna be so much fun to, to, for me to get out of the way, and I know you've had this experience, <laughs> and, and watch what the kids do. Absolutely. Wow, well, we just have a couple minutes left. I wanted to thank you guys for being part of this. Uh, it's so much fun, and uh, I think it's a great way to give back. To, to the, to the, if we can give back to the students that are, are the next generation, they're going to be here. They're going to be sitting in these chairs. They're going to be sitting everywhere, and they're going to be the ones that uh, are hopefully thanking you know you for your work, Chad and Matt. Uh, Matt put together a whole robotics program. I mean. I cannot wait to see where we are next year. It, everything's moving so quickly. So thank you so much for coming on, guys. Again, thank you guys so much. You are watching NAB Show Live, brought to you by Broadcast Beat. Next up, we've got eSports. That's right, eSports and Twitch. Very excited.
This hour sponsored by Ruptly, the video news agency.